This podcast is sponsored by New Hampshire Vape Gallery, NaturalBossNH.com, and SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode 52, Talking with Topher. What is happening, TWT fans? It is Monday afternoon. It is March 30th. It is sunny and it is very windy today. I am so excited to be back this week. And this is not just a normal week. This is one year later. That's right. Boom, fireworks. One year of the podcast. Super excited. Um, So glad to have all of you here to share it with me. And uh, I'm so glad to see more and more of you showing up every week. So I want to say thank you to everybody who has already subscribed. Uh, I want to say welcome to all the new subscribers. And if you're new to the podcast, remember to subscribe. Hit those like buttons if you're enjoying the video. Set those alarms so you know as soon as the new episodes upload. And share this thing. If you're enjoying it, I'm sure somebody you know will enjoy it just as much as you do. Uh, Leave your comments, rate, review. That all helps the podcast. So thank you to everybody who already does, and welcome to everybody who is new. Uh, The official email of the podcast is talkinwithtofer at gmail.com. That's talkinwithtofer at gmail.com. Send your emails. That's right. You got a story or maybe you know somebody who has a story that needs to be heard. Put it in the subject line. Send it over. We will talk about it. You got something you want to talk about specifically? Send it over. Let's get that dialogue started. Or maybe you want to join me on my five-day water fast. That's right. It's coming up this April. So send an email over. Put it in the subject line, five-day water fast. Let me know that you're joining me. Um, also don't forget to follow me on all social media. That's right. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Again, that is Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Go ahead and follow me on all the social media. And it's a great way to get more content throughout the week. Plus I will be uploading every day during the five day water fast letting you know how it's going for me. Now that we've gotten that all out of the way, it is time for an update. That's right, the Pact Act update. And this is important because, well, I run a vape shop. As you all know, I run New Hampshire Vape Gallery, which is uh, also exciting this year because New Hampshire Vape Gallery will be five years old. And if anybody has a small business, you know five years makes it or breaks it. And the government has definitely tried to break us multiple times throughout these five years. Uh, But they didn't kill us, nor did COVID. So here's what's going on. PACT Act will no longer ship any products to your house. That's right. That is all done as of April 5th. It goes into full effect and it affects Everybody, except for businesses that have filed the proper paperwork, which would be your business license, tobacco license, and active EIN number to any distributor or manufacturer that is accepting them. Those are the people that will be able to ship once the act goes into full effect. 
And I am excited to let you know that all of our information has been given to our distributors, all of our manufacturers, and they are all ready to fulfill our orders every week continue, uh, from, from here on out. And our store will be open and fully stocked for all of you out there who can no longer get their products through email. So very exciting and very sad all at the same time. Um, but it's the hand we're being dealt. So it's what we're going to have to deal with. Um, it's nice to finally put a little bit of knowledge behind this and just understand exactly what they wanted from us and to know that our business will not be squished. I understand not being able to get it to your house anymore is a real downer, but you got to remember this is so that they can get their money. This is a money grab, okay? Um, so back in 2016, there was supposed to be nothing new coming out. There's always been new stuff coming out every week, every month for the last four, four or five years now. New stuff, new stuff, new stuff. So they are trying to squish that. They don't want anybody new coming out. They don't want any new products. And if you do, you got to go through extensive uh, red tape in order to get your product out there today. Um, people were telling uh, businesses that they were paying taxes, and they were not. This is going to make sure that all the tax money is collected. And that is the basic gist of all of this. That's what this is all about. It's all about them getting their tax money for these products um, that they wanted years ago and they weren't seeing all the revenue that they thought was going to be coming in, coming in. So they put this into an effect and this is going to guarantee them getting their tax money. Now the manufacturers, if we are allowed to order from them directly, have to pay our taxes per state on every single one of our orders and our distributors are doing the same so now they will just be able to get all of their tax money and that is what this boils down to um, so that's the update on the pact act right and now the five-day water fast which i am very excited about uh, it's one of my favorite things to do i do it twice a year um, so i will do it next month and I will do it again in November but you can join me for this one all right you can join me for the next one too if you want because I'll do the exact same thing in November but April 6th to the 10th will be the five-day water fast for me this year and if you want to join just make sure you send an email over to t-a-l-k-i-n with Topher at gmail.com and put in the subject line, five-day water fast or joining, whatever. Um, I'll figure it out. And let me know if you're joining me. This is going to be super fun and super exciting. And it's a great way to just discipline yourself. Eating doesn't have to be the most important thing in the world. And if you think it is, then this could be a good control for you out there. I know it's a great control for me. I never feel like I have to eat. Um, and this five-day water fast just shows me how much discipline I actually do have inside of me. I just choose not to use it all the time. Um, but it shows me that I do have discipline with myself and my urges. And 
uh, this is the way it's going to go down. So I stop eating uh, April 5th at midnight. I don't eat again until April 11th when I wake up. Um, I will be taking no supplements this time around. I will only be drinking decaf coffee in the morning because I do not want the caffeine jitters. Um, And then um, I will be drinking a shit ton of liquid death. Yeah, I'm super excited. I'm going to drink so much liquid death. I'm going to murder my thirst and murder all that bad bacteria in my stomach. And I don't like to call it a reset because I don't think you're resetting, um, especially like if you do a fast and then you go right back into your old uh, eating habits then it's not really a reset. It's a great way to clean out the bad bacteria. It's a great way to uh, get your body in the check, maybe kind of feel uh, what's going on inside your body. It's a great way to like cleanse you in a sense instead of a reset. I think it's more of a cleanse. Um, and I just love doing it. I absolutely love doing it. I'm going to make this one a little bit harder than last time. Um, but that's what I like to do. I love challenging myself and I love cutting more and more shit out of my life. So, um, I also make sure that I am drinking at least a gallon of water a day, whether you're drinking liquid death or you're drinking Poland Springs or seltzer water, whatever it is. I always make sure by the end of the day, I've had at least one gallon of water. Sometimes I'll have more, but I never have less on, especially during a five-day water fast. Um, so send your emails. Let me know you're joining me. Follow on uh, social media. Let me know you're joining me. Wherever you want to contact me and let me know you're joining me, just go there, send out the message, and we will do it together. I will, like I said, I will post uh, every day uh, on the on the five-day water fast. Let everybody know how I'm doing. And I think it's just going to be a great way to learn some good discipline this year. Um, I got a, well, it's not really a funny story, but it, it, it happened to me on Friday and it dragged into Saturday and it's this new stuff uh, called Delta 8. Now I know they're making a Delta 10 and I know Delta 8 has been around for a little bit now. I've been getting samples for it for about six to eight months um, gummies, uh, tinctures, uh, cartridges, disposables. I've gotten them from many different companies. Um, I've tried a lot of the edibles and, um, I mean, they made me feel good. Uh, I'm not going to say anything negative about Delta eight, but it was weird. It was definitely weird. And the experience that I had on Friday really, made me think about whether or not Delta 8 was for me. Um, so if you don't know what Delta 8 is, um, I'm going to tell you. All right, I think it's easier to uh, let you know what it is and then tell you my experience about it. So Delta 8 THC, short for Delta 8 Tetrahydrocannabinol, is a cap cannabinoid found in trace amounts in in the cannabis plant. It is similar to THC found in the majority of cannabis products, which is called Delta 9. 
Tetrahydrocannabinol or Delta 9. However, Delta 8 is much less potent than regular THC. Delta 8 can be made from hemp in addition to cannabis, and because of the 2018 Farm Bill, hemp can be grown all over the U.S. Consumers in states that don't have legal cannabis laws want THC products, even if those products have a reduced potency. So hemp farmers are producing more Delta 8 to meet your demands. Um, Some consumers may even prefer cannabis products that aren't as strong as regular THC. Cannabis can be negative can cause negative effects for some giving them anxiety or paranoia Delta 8 can offer a smoother milder hide So what is the difference between Delta 8 and Delta 9 chemically Delta 8 and Delta 9 are similar in their structures both have uh, double bond the double bond is thought to produce the intoxicating uh, effects that make you feel high The two THCs are chemically different in the placement of the double bond. Both cannabinoids have a chain of carbon atoms. Delta-8 has the double bond on the 8th carbon, whereas Delta-9 is on the 9th. Delta-8, like Delta-9, binds to the CB1 receptors in the body's endocannabinoid system. Although in the slightly different fashions because of location, it's it's double bond. This is what is thought to make Delta-8 much less potent than Delta-9. More research on Delta-8 and how it interacts with the body is needed. So, I mean, this stuff is pretty new, right? And that's just because of this Farm Act law and all this other stuff, and they're just making hemp legal again. So... You know, just like everything else we've been dealing with, viruses and vaccines and all this other shit, just takes time to get data in. So they don't really know how it's going to react with certain people. Um, We don't need to, I mean, do you want to know how it was made? Delta-8 is found in trace amounts in cannabis and hemp plants, but is often made from CBD isolate, which can be extracted from hemp. As hemp is legal to grow anywhere in the u.s and the plant is readily available cbd is extracted from the plant refined into an isolate and then the cbd isolate is synthesized into delta 8 pretty cool so um is delta 8 legal well kind of delta 8 is currently in a gray area of legality the 2018 farm bill defines hemp as all derivatives extracts cannabinoids, isomers, acid salts, acids comma salts, and salts of isomers, whether growing or not, with a Delta-9 teratrihydrocannabinol concentration of not more than 0.3%. This language makes Delta-8 legal because it doesn't, does not contain any Delta-9 THC. However, some states have chosen not to adopt the specific language of the Farm Bill in their own state laws, making Delta-8 illegal in those states. Producers and retailers of Delta-8 sell only to states that have laws mirroring the Farm Bill's language. Additionally, in August of 2020, the DEA released an inter- 
Interim Final Rule, IFR, to confirm the differences between hemp and cannabis, but state all synthetically derived tetrahydrocannabinols remain Schedule 1 controlled substances, which would make Delta 8 illegal because it is a tetrahydrocannabinol. God, I can't say that word, huh? That is extracted. The DEA's IFR is open for review until October 2021. And until then, Delta 8's legality is hazy. So, <coughs> excuse me. So this is where Delta 8 uh, comes from. This is what Delta 8 is. Now, this is my experience with Delta 8. So I told you I ate some, felt fine, no problems there. But then I got a cartridge uh, from a newer, from another company, and it was a key lime pie flavor. And let me tell you, it was delicious. It was amazing. They did a really, really good job on their flavoring. Uh, the vapor was great. The cartridges were looked cool. Like overall, one of the best cartridges best cartridge samples I got thus far uh, from any of these companies. So I decided to wake up Friday morning and I was not going to smoke any regular pot, THC, whatever. And I was just going to do the Delta 8 cartridge. So I did that because I was like, if this is the alternative, I want to see what it's like, you know, compared so I'm vaping on this thing all morning, you know, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good, um, you know, no, no urges to smoke pot, um, just kept vaping on that thing all day, uh, day went pretty good, as I got into the evening, I far, I started to feel like foggy, but I was super relaxed, and I was definitely high, and... Um, so I finish out my, my work day. I, uh, I'm driving home, you know, I'm still puffing on this thing. No, no problems with vision, no problem with reaction time, no problems with anything. Um, I get home that night and, um, I'm supposed to sit down and do some things. And then, uh, the next morning I wake up. And I hit my snooze button probably six or seven different times. And I am drained. I am like so tired. I almost feel, I actually did feel hungover. Like tired, headache, dehydrated, uh, the whole thing. I was like, what is going on? And I couldn't get myself on the treadmill. I just didn't have the energy. I didn't, I was trying to do my normal, uh, morning routines and, and my head felt cloudy. I was foggy. I couldn't remember who I was supposed to call that morning. I what I couldn't remember the things that I had to get done before I got into the shop. And you know, this isn't stuff that like was different or out of my norm. It was just 
stuff I needed to get done for the day, and I didn't get any of it done. I didn't get my workouts in. Um, it was just a, a horrible morning. It was a horrible morning, and I couldn't wait uh, for the day to be done because the whole day I stayed in this pattern. I was foggy. I was having trouble getting my words out, and 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 to kind of go off of that. Ever since I stopped drinking, I've been trying to learn more. I've been trying to get my speech better. And I don't read books, and I know that would help. But I've just been doing it by listening to podcasts, listening to conversations, and having conversations with my wife and my friends and everybody else out there. And and that has been helping my speech. And a couple years ago, I would have said, oh, I don't speak so well because... Uh, I was drinking and, and uh, speech wasn't important. I would just, you know, blurt out whatever I wanted to or I was too drunk to fucking talk anyways. And today, I know well how well I can talk. And I know it's not great. I do my best. But I know when I'm struggling to get thoughts out or if I'm struggling to find words, I know that's not normal anymore. That's not because of the drinking anymore. That's that was that's because something's going on inside my body that my brain is not catching up, and it's not uh, opening up the index cards. I guess you could say uh, really quickly and getting to that information. I'm like flipping through and two cards stuck together, and I I missed the one that was stuck to it, and that was the information I was trying to gr- grab, and I had to go back a couple times to find it is the only kind of, like, I'm just trying to paint a picture of uh, how I was trying to get my thoughts out. And I realized that, you know, this was from the Delta 8. And it carried on that entire morning. And then by, and then I got a phone call around 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon from the company I got the cartridge from. And I told the rep everything that I felt. And he told me, that it's uh, more for nighttime. And I said, what? Isn't it an alternative? So I should be able to do it all day. And he said, no, it is an alternative, but it's not an alternative like that. And I said, oh. Because I, I, I just assumed, right? This is, this is how this shit gets figured out. This is how we find out whether uh, we like something or not. Um, you know, you just experiment pretty much and especially with no data out there like i just read to you it's hard to look it up online and see what other people are feeling because no there's not enough data out there uh, and there's so little responses right now that you've got a very vague window to compare yourself to somebody else at this moment in time um so i just felt really really uh once I found that out, I felt a little bit better because then I did realize it was the Delta 8 that was making me feel this way. Um, there, you know, there was a reason for me feeling this way. So I could actually put my finger on it and I felt better about that. Now, it wasn't until about 5 or 6 o'clock at night, Saturday night, that I started feeling normal. And I was like, oh, thank God. I'm starting to, you know, I can get my thoughts out and uh, doing the Doing the numbers at the end of the night was pretty easy. I was like, okay, everything seems to be coming back uh, to normal. 
And then I get in the car to go home. And I'm leaving. And, of course, Saturday night, traffic's a little bit heavier. People are going out and doing their thing. And I get stuck behind two people that are going under the speed limit. And they're side by side. So both lanes are taken up. And I never get upset behind the wheel anymore um, to the extent where I'm yelling, screaming, banging on my steering wheel, beeping my horn, flashing my high beams, or driving aggressively to get out of a situation. And I was doing all of that Saturday night. I was doing all of it. These two people wouldn't get out of my way. I'm beeping my horn. They're slowing down even more because that's the thing to do. Instead of just getting out of the way and allowing traffic to go by, these fucking assholes think they just can slow down even more and that's how they get back at you. It's like, no, I'm beeping my horn because you should be moving faster or get out of the way. Like, if you want to go under the speed limit, fine. Just let traffic through, guys. Just let it through. You need to come over and I need to go over there and we'll just go around each other. It's it's not a competition out on the road and I, I just... I'll get back into that in a second. So I get aggressive. I cut in between these two people and I fucking get out of there and I'm driving home. And this is when I finally decide, okay, I do not like this Christopher. I do not like him at all. This is a guy that I have not seen in a long time. I'm glad he still exists deep down in there. Um, but I'm not, I'm not, I do not want him behind the steering wheel of my car because he's too wild. He's too crazy. He needs to be contained. So I take a couple puffs of my normal cartridge for the first time in over 24 hours and it calms me down. And now I'm driving the speed limit and I get home and then I do my normal nightly routine and relax and I wake up the next morning and I am full of energy full of it. I mean, I raked my front yard. I got all my raking done now. I got my groceries done and I got to have an awesome day staying in the house. It rained all day Sunday, so it was absolutely perfect and I felt great because all my fucking bullshit housework was done for the day and the fridge was full and I can now think clearly. I'm doing all the stuff I was supposed to do on Friday and Saturday on Sunday, but at least I'm capable of doing it. So I'm not against Delta 8. This is the experience that I had. And I figured this shit is so young right now. We need to be talking about this right now. This is when we all need to be talking about this stuff. When it's brand new. It's the whole reason I wanted to talk about COVID. It's the whole reason I continue talking about it. It's the whole reason I talk about the vax. Everything new we need to be talking about, especially when we don't have any data to fall on. We only have our experiences, so let's get them out there. So this was my experience with Delta 8, and it was good in the beginning. It got really weird, and I felt weird that night, and then it took almost 24 hours before I actually felt myself again. And... I don't think, at this moment in time, I don't believe Delta 8 is for me. And that's where I'm at with it. Now, here's the fun part of it. So, Friday night, I'm coming home, and Tyler's supposed to be coming over. Now, I'm excited because I asked him if he wanted to do a podcast, 
And he said yes. So we were going to sit down. No. So we sat down to do a podcast. Now, I never told him I had any Delta 8. I didn't tell him anything about that. Uh, I, I, I rolled a joint for the podcast. I got some liquid death for us. We sit down for the podcast. And I will tell you, at least it felt better when we did it. And the audio was good. But my thoughts on my participation in the podcast were very negative. And I still feel this way. I haven't even watched it yet. But it was off. I was so off. I mean, I was... We were we were in a conversation and we were coming out of it. And I asked a question that brought us right back in. Just certain little things that bugged me and I forgot things that I wanted to talk to him about that I, I, I definitely wanted to touch on and all of that stuff escaped me. So I just did not feel myself. Did not feel myself one bit and I was disappointed in my performance in the podcast. But I'm going to release this podcast and I wanted to talk about my experience with Delta 8. And I wanted to talk about how it ties in with the podcast for that specific reason. For when I release it and you watch it, I think you'll have a better understanding of why it went the way it went. So that podcast will be dropping on 420. That's right. It's all geared up. I'm going to edit it. I'm going to get it out. And it's going to be my 420 episode. I'm very excited about it. Um, And now I feel like bringing light to what was going on that night um, will... I don't know. I felt like it kind of explained just the way I was on the podcast. I... Like I said, I thought everything went great, but um, my performance sucked. So, so that'll be the 420 episode. Um, I still uh, have my story. That's right, my big one. I got other stories too. I haven't been doing a lot of stories lately, but there's so much information out there right now that I feel is so important that I need to touch on that. My, my my backlog of stories uh, needed to be put on pause for a little bit. This PACT Act took over a lot of my life. Uh, my wife's cancer scare took over a lot of my my life. Um, you know, we got new products coming to um, stores and stuff like Delta 8 and uh, Delta 10s coming soon. Um, I think we need to know more about these things. Uh, legal art alternatives are not always a good alternative. I'm not saying Delta 8 or Delta 10 is a bad alternative. I just want everybody to treat any alternative with the same precautions that you would take anything. I think we all need to take precautions and it's really good to know your body so that you can notice when something's kind of disagreeing with you. Um, but... That will be that. So that brings me back to uh, my story. My story of guns and drinking 
and SWAT SWAT team coming um, and and more um, is is a thing that all store all good stories are made of, right? Who doesn't like drinking guns? Uh, freaking SWAT team, you know. I I just uh, I'm just waiting on 100 subscribers, so I need your help to do that. All right. Spread this thing around, please. I am so ready to do this story, and I'm not going to do it as soon as I get 100 subscribers. When I get the 100 subscribers, I'm going to dig into that story, and I am going to try and be as detailed as possible. I think, in my mind, that that should be almost a full podcast alone. And I am excited to tell that story. I am just waiting on all of you to subscribe and want to hear the story as much as I want to tell it. So I'm excited about everything going on right now. Uh, It's just incredible. I mean, you know, just life in general throws you curveballs. And all we do is we got to get through it. And I hate saying that you're just plowing through something because even though that is that statement does make sense and that is a lot of what life is is just getting through things you know and getting out on the other side of them stronger better smarter whatever you get from that experience is what makes that experience to you so uh important um you know uh and i've had quite a bit of those in the last two months and uh, I'm happy that things are finally settling. You know, uh, I, I'll be honest. I can't wait till my wife goes back to work. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. We're open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. And feel free to give us a call 603-814-4171. I've told you over and over again, we have it all. We've got your vapes. We've got your CBD. We've got your multi-mats. We have everything. Slow Down Clothing, we've got that too. Authorized dealer of Slow Down Clothing in store at New Hampshire Vape Gallery. I'm so excited. We are hitting our fifth year this year. Super excited. It's in June and... We have finally solidified ourselves as a business. It is a very exciting year for us, and we want to share it all with you. So come on down and come on in to New Hampshire Vape Gallery, located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. Give us a call, 603-814-4171, and we are open seven days a week from 1030 to 8 p.m. Come and celebrate five years with us. And I look forward to seeing you there. NaturalBossNH.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Are you looking for some amazing organically made products? Well, this is the website for you. They have a salve. They have a foot and body soak. They have lip balm. They have beard oil. And they're First product they ever came out with, hand sanitizer. That's right, to help you fight COVID, flu, and just keep those dirty paws clean. The hand sanitizer is the most amazing hand sanitizer I have ever used. It's the only one I use. 
And that's because it's just great and I love it. It doesn't leave my hands sticky. It works great and it smells great. So get any one of these five amazing products at naturalbossnh.com or get all five today. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. This website is amazing and if you are looking for some High quality clothing, hats, gloves, women's leggings. This is the site for you. Not only are they high quality, but they have amazing prints and colors. Oh, they're just so awesome. They've got sweatshirts, sweatpants, and they just came out with a brand new crew neck sweatshirt. Just hit the shelves. It is just as amazing as the rest of their products. And uh, you looking for kids stuff? I mean, socks, trucker hats. Winter hats, uh, the gloves for friggin' raking are amazing. I love them. I can't get anything better, right? Working on my car, love the gloves. Anything you're doing, snow blowing, uh, we're not doing that anymore. How about cutting the grass? That's, I mean, anything that you're doing, raking, are you raking and you need gloves? Get them at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com today. That's slowdown clothing.bigcartel.com if you're not sure how to spell it it's right here at the bottom of the screen and now back to the show everybody you there's a lot of people out there right now that have been you know stuck at home with your significant other and your your family and all that and we've all been doing that but i have to be honest with you um when you're stuck home with somebody because they're not feeling good and other stuff, uh, other stuff is going on. It really stresses you out. Well, it stressed me out, and I am just so excited to finally see her getting better, getting stronger, and getting ready to go back to work. It's a very exciting time. Um, you know, uh, there's no easy way to put this. It, 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 it it's so difficult to talk about this stuff because I, I. I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal. I'm not trying to say that I'm in a better spot than other people, but I know everybody's suffering out there. I know the $1,400 stimulus check did not help probably one iota to most people who really needed it. Um, I, I, I understand all that, but at the end of the day... Um, I, ha I have financial issues as well, and when you spend a lot of time trying to fix those issues, uh, if you saw my earlier podcast, you uh, heard me say that um, I worked really hard to turn our financial situation around during 2020 because I was so worried that we were never going to open the vape shop again. Um, and, and I mean, we did, we turned things around and we dealt with COVID, but, um, I was worried that there was going to be no more money coming in from me. So I, I made things work and I turned a bad situation into an okay situation. And then, uh, during the whole time my wife was working and then I went back to work and then she got sick and here we are today. I turned everything around, but she hasn't been to work in three months. So now things are tightening up again. 
Um, and it's been really difficult. She hasn't gotten all the Sedgwick pay that we were supposed to. She hasn't gotten all the pay that she was supposed to get. You know, things happen, right? Paperwork takes forever. So the money is not coming in. And it has now put us in a position where we have to kind of start over in a sense. It's it's not really a start over. It's more of a we got to pick up the pieces that have now fallen. You know, the doctor bills have exploded. Um, I thought I had a lot of doctor bills. Try tacking on three emergency room visits. Holy shit. Absolutely mind-boggling how much insurance covers compared to what it doesn't because, you know, in the statements they break it all down. But to see almost $9,000 in ER visits... You choke a little bit. So I'm really excited to see her getting better and getting back to work and hopefully seeing, uh, you know, the, the money coming back in. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all worried about that, right? I mean, sometimes we feel like this is all, the, the money's fake, everything's fake, you know? So it's just been, it's just been a wild ride that I've had to go through and... I was talking to my friend about it, and uh, this is when, you know, uh, she was looking at uh, possibly, um, we were going in for the, the, the test to see if she had cancer. Sorry, I lost my words again. I still have a little bit of cloudiness left over. It's weird. Um, but I was talking to my friend, and he was like, yeah, you know, you should have every, uh, uh, you know, people that you can reach out to. And I said, I got all of you on speed dial. I was like, if things go south, I'm going to call everybody before I drink. And he looks at me and he goes, Oh, I, I, I didn't even, that wasn't an option. And I was like, what? I was like, I'm always thinking about it. And he goes, yeah, but you always thinking about it kind of shows that you're never going to go back to it. So that wasn't a thought in my mind. I don't think you're ever going to go back to alcohol. And I was like, what? Because I didn't think of it like this. And now I don't know if this is just the addict brain in me or what. But I feel like if anything goes wrong, I have this giant fear of going back to alcohol. And I'm always trying to remind myself that I've got other avenues that I can go, that, where I can go, so that I don't go back to alcohol. And he's telling me that the way that I'm thinking is kind of proof, excuse me, is kind of like, I, I, I'm going to put it in my own words, kind of like proof to him that I would never go back to alcohol. And that blew my mind because I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, dude, I never even thought of that. He's like, I honestly do not believe that there's anything that could go really bad in your life and you're going to jump back to alcohol. He's like, I just think that you have finally realized how bad that shit is for you and you're going to find anything to go back to besides that. And I was like, that is really interesting to hear because that's not the way my brain works. 
my brain's like, you got no matter what happens, you got to stay away from it. And it's like this constant reminder to stay away from it. But I feel like the reminder is there because I could go back to it. And he's saying that the reminder's there because I've implemented implemented so many things in my life to go to besides alcohol that it's just kind of like a reminder. We're not going back there. We're not going back there. This is bad. It doesn't lead to anything good. No matter what happens, you don't need it anymore. And it was just, I really got a lot from that. I got a lot from that that day. I've been thinking about it differently now. And I, I, I know that when this all went down and I started this, I was like, oh, hey, alcohol, alcohol, alcohol. And now I don't talk about it as much. But it's not because I don't feel, I feel like I don't need to talk about it as much because I don't think about it as much. It's still there, but it's not on the, on the front of my mind anymore. And I apologize to anybody out there that listens to this podcast because they're still struggling with it. And then you're listening to me talk about how I don't uh, think about it as much and da, 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 da. You will get there one day as well. I believe if you keep putting in the work to stay away from whatever is your demon, it's going to eventually work and you're going to get to a place where it becomes a distant memory and something that you wouldn't fall onto for support or comfort or whatever it is that leads you back to it time and time again. So I, this is one of the reasons why I encourage people to go to jujitsu, go to Muay Thai, go running, lift weights, do something that you can drive that energy into the ground with. Kill yourself with exercise and being healthy and getting your mind right and figuring your shit out and then I guess it becomes a distant memory it becomes something that you don't fall onto it might always be a thought in the brain I think once you do something for so long you don't forget it but you don't need it or lean on it as much I guess so that's that's my advice from from what I got out of that that's my advice to everybody out there is that if you uh, have got the same issue that I had because I don't think I have it anymore you know what I mean um, I I just believe that replacing an addiction with a good addiction is not a bad thing, right? I think it's a good thing because then you got good things to fall onto. You've got good addictions that will help you and continue to help you time and time again. Like I got some real good friends that I should have called back in the day that now I realize I can call and will call. I've also got my entire jujitsu family to fall back onto. 
And then I've got the support from Tyler, who has had his issues. And we deal with our issues together. And that helps me. So a lot of positive stuff and a lot of positive people have given me the strength to not fall back into my old habits. And I hope all that makes sense to hopefully help some of you out there that you can change this around and feel free to message me. Please, I will try to do everything in my power to, if you are looking for some advice, I'll do everything in my power to give you some good advice that I have gotten over the years from other people. Some of it might be my own, but most of the stuff that I have inside my head that I use on a daily basis, I gathered from lots of people doing what I think is way better than me. And they're not drinking. They're not doing these things. They're they're doing it. And they're, you know. So, that's what I got out of that. That was, that's, it was just a, it was, it was a, it made me feel really good to hear that. Because I don't think that way. So, to see one of my closest friends tell me that, and I think he's told me this like two or three times now, and it just doesn't, it didn't click with me, but this time it really did, you know, because he, he's right. I mean, even if hypothetically my wife got sick and we had to go through hell, there's no way in hell I'm going to start drinking again. How would that ever help the situation? I'm going to go to more jujitsu classes is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go running further, longer, harder. I'm going to start pushing myself with kettlebells. So it was really nice to hear that. And having positive uh, positivity and positive people in your life is so important. I have learned this over the years and I have, this is the first time in my life that I have positive people all around me. I have always had positive people in my life, but I've always kept the negative people closer. So to finally get them all out of my life and have nothing but positivity behind me, it is a complete change to everything I used to know. So, oh man, that was wild, huh? So 100 subscribers and I got another crazy story for you. And uh, I want to touch on something that's been going through my brain and I'm curious out there to see if anybody else kind of feels the same. So, all right, COVID has been a fucking bitch, right? Lockdowns have sucked. Uh, we, we all feel that the government has not done what it's supposed to. We all feel that everything that they touch is just fucked up, right? Um, but here's what I'm thinking of. And I don't know if I'm in the wrong place, but the vaccination's coming out, right? So as of today... I am allowed to get the vaccination. Uh, 
I don't know if I want to. And I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I want to make that very clear right up front. I'm not saying this because I think there's little robots or computer chips or whatever in the one that Bill Gates helped with. I do not believe in not taking vaccines. I think it's a great thing. But I haven't had COVID. And I don't know how many of us out there haven't had COVID yet, right? I'm unsure. I mean, they show us numbers all day, uh, every day, all week. And I still don't have any idea of the exact amount of people in the United States that have contracted COVID. But I know there's a lot of us out there that haven't contracted COVID and haven't been vaccines yet. So my question is, what vaccine do you want? Like, there's three vaccines out there, right? There's Moderna, there's Pfizer, and there's Johnson & Johnson. And if you've read any of the studies on these, the Johnson & Johnson one, not as effective, blah, blah, blah. There's information on it. Go and look it up yourself because I can't remember. Somebody explained it in layman's terms, and I can't repeat it because I don't remember. I thought repeating it to my wife would help solidify it in my brain, and it didn't. So, the one, the two shots are supposedly more effective than the one shot. That's about as good as I can get at this. But now, I wanna, I'm wondering if I should wait. <clears throat> because I don't, I don't want to get sick, period. Right? Let's just make that clear. Who wants to be sick? Nobody. I got shit to do, and being sick just gets in the way. But I also don't want to get... I can't say the wrong vaccine, but maybe the wrong one for me? So, I'm just torn. I'm really, really torn. Now, as of right now, you can sign up uh, get your appointment and go to this certain injection site, right? And this certain injection site is got what it's got. So the government sent them Pfizer, for example. So you show up there, all you can get is Pfizer. That's it. That's what this injection site offers. If you want to go to a different injection site, you have to make an appointment. Well, how long is it going to be before you can just drive up to an injection site and they have all three of them to choose from and then you do your due diligence and research on all three of them and you feel this one is going to work best for me. Now I know this isn't the option right now and I'm not telling everybody to wait for this option. But for me, as a healthy 40-year-old male, I am unsure if I should, it's like going up to dinner while everybody else is grabbing their food. I'm the person that stays seated until everybody has gotten their food and then I go up. Now I know there's a lot of people that rather be in the front of that line. I personally like to be at the end of it. 
because I can go up, I can take my time, I can get what I want, and then I sit down and I eat. I don't have to feel like the person behind me is waiting for me to make a decision so that they can get their food. Same with the vaccinations. I want everybody who actually needs this vaccine to get it first. Right? Let everybody who actually needs it get it. I don't need it at this moment in time. I wash my hands with hand sanitizer. I keep clean. I I, I wear my masks. Um, No, I wear my mask. I don't wear masks. Um, I, I do everything. I social distance. I do everything that I need to to try and keep away from COVID. So as long as I'm practicing all of that, I feel like I'm safe, right? I haven't caught it yet, so hooray, something's working. But is anybody else feeling this way? Are you torn on a decision of whether or not you should or shouldn't? Do I do I want to do I want to put something in my body right now that uh may I don't know what I'm I don't I don't want to say the wrong thing here. I'm not saying it's going to alter. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it but it's just the way my brain works, right? My brain works in a weird fucking way where I go down every avenue of something negative. Um and I have lots of doubt and stuff. And my wife opened up a fortune cookie that said, doubt is the beginning of greatness. And I think this is kind of true because I doubt everything until I don't. And I think that's okay to have doubt. But do I want to catch COVID? Do I want long-term brain fog? I just had brain fog from Delta 8. That was super annoying. And that took over 24 hours to get rid of. Now you get brain fog from COVID. It's months it can last you. But I just don't know what to do. You know, I know that I'm waiting and I know that I'm holding off. I think my wife is making her uh, appointment shortly. I know my grandmother has gotten her vaccines. I know my mom, my dad, everybody around me is getting vaccinated. And I'm, I'm a, I, I think that's great. I'm super excited that they are getting vaccinated because then I feel like they're safe if I don't. Now... We don't know if after they get the vaccination and they're good to go, uh, does it cover all the variants? We don't know. We're waiting on that information. Again, why I'm bringing this up. Things to talk about, right? And also, can I, can they give it to me, right? If they've, if they've got the vaccine and let's just say it a hundred percent, against whatever strand we were dealing with in the beginning to all the variants, right? But they got it and they're protected. Well, can they, could I get it 
from them? And I don't think this question has been answered yet. I think this is still a question that everybody is wondering about. We don't know. So it's like, okay, I'm back to, do I want to catch it? Do I, do I really want to find out what body aches and body fatigue and brain fog and the illness and the being down and out? And, you know, say COVID hits me hard and strong and I am, my body wasn't as well prepared as I imagine it to be, right? Because I imagine my body's pretty strong, pretty healthy. I haven't been sick in almost three years. So what then? So I'm just torn, and I, 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 I'm not looking for answers, but I'm wondering if anybody else out there feels the same way. Do you feel the same way if you haven't had COVID yet and you've been making it through this? Are you getting vaccinated right now, too? Is, that, is it just because you want to take off your mask? Because I'm, I'm down with that, too. I'm like, oh, if I get the vaccination, I could finally take this fucking mask off and maybe take these goddamn splash shields down out of my store and we can move on with fucking life. But at the same time, I, I kind of want to be able to choose the one that I want. I don't want to just, and they don't tell you when you're uh, logging in and stuff. Uh, I, okay, hold on. I don't know if they tell you what one is at what injection site. So it, I don't know if I can choose that way. Like if you go to this injection site, we're only offering Pfizer. And you go here, it's Johnson & Johnson. I don't know if they're telling you whether or not which one is available at which injection site. So if they're doing that, then maybe I will be able to make an educated decision on which one I want for myself. Because um, I think I want a two-step. I really do. I think a two-step would be better than the one-step. From all the information I've read, everything that I've been listening to, um, I've been hearing better things, better results with two shots than one. And that's not to say any anyone is better than the other. It's just the information I've gathered over time. I've been doing a lot of research on this. Um, my mom got Pfizer. My dad got Moderna. My grandmother got Pfizer. So... I've just been looking into it. I've been looking into it, trying to educate myself so that I can make an educated decision. And it's really, really hard for me personally because I haven't caught COVID yet. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know. And I'm torn because I also am... And this is going to sound vain, but... I'm super psyched that I'm one of those people that hasn't had it yet. You know, there's a world before COVID and then there's a world after it where people never contracted the virus and I'm, I'm one of those people and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. So I'm just having a hard time with this. So that's my thoughts on the vaccinations though. I think... They're a great thing. I believe we should all get vaccinated. I do. I just want to make the right decision for myself. And I think if you haven't had COVID and you're on the same path as I am, 
I think it's almost worth waiting till the line dies down to go and get it because we all know how unorganized this is. Um, some states are way better than others. I'm not saying New Hampshire's dropped the ball on it, but it seems like the ball was dropped on getting these out there in the first place. And I don't want to take it away from somebody who actually needs it, like teachers and first responders and medical people and you know people that have been out of work for months on end that need to get back to work. Um, you know, I don't have any of that as a problem in my life. So I don't feel like it's something that I need to do at this moment just because I want to take off the mask. You know, I don't think that's fair to somebody who actually needs it out there. I think that's kind of selfish. Um, but... That's what I got on that. It's been uh, something I've been going over since I found out we were capable of signing up. And, you know, I got some I got my parents and stuff who want me to go get it so we can all get together and get this behind us and be done with it. But at the end of the day, I just need to do a little bit more digging, a little bit more research. And I need to feel comfortable um, with going to get it. And knowing that I'm not taking it away from somebody who needs it. So, I don't know. Let me know. Hit me up. And uh, that's it. What? Man, time flies when you are having fun. And I, I, I thank you. Just thank you, everybody. One year episode. This is it. I want to thank everybody for joining, subscribing, watching, setting those alarms, commenting, all of it. I would not be doing this week after week if it wasn't for all of you joining in. This probably would have only lasted a couple months. I would have probably felt better mentally and moved on. Um, but you out there have made this something that I didn't think it could ever be. And uh, you've showed me that if I just stick with something you can not only better your myself I, I didn't only better myself but I'm helping people out there as well and it's just been awesome it's been awesome and I'm looking forward to this continuing I've got new ideas I got new music coming in new uh, audio um, interface um, we're going to be upgrading that. I found out how to mirror my computer and record it. But unfortunately, like all the cool podcasts out there with the sound drops and the music add-ins and the sound effects, that's all done with an interface that I don't have. So I found out which one it is. I have to purchase it. It's... Excuse me. All of this stuff costs money, all right? Just want to be real with everybody. Not asking for any financial help, none of that. All I'm asking for is share this. Get more people to subscribe. And 
that's going to make this all worth it to me in the end. It makes every penny that is spent on this worth it. So, again, thank you for the... Well, even though it was a shitty year, I want to thank you all out there for making it a little bit more bearable. And I hope I made it a little bit more bearable for you, too. So, uh, all right. So, remember, subscribe. Hit those like buttons if you're enjoying the videos. Hit those alarms so you know as soon as all the new episodes upload. Uh, share, like, uh, comment. If you want to talk to me, send it to the email, T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. Put whatever we're talking about in the subject line and we will get that going. Join me on my five-day water fast. It's going to be fun. Great way to get some good discipline. I'm excited to share and have people join in this, this time around. And uh, you can follow me on all social media. That's right. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Again, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. And all next week, I will have updates on how the five-day water fast is going, how I'm feeling, how much weight I've lost, the whole thing. I like to really get into this. I watch my weight for those five days. I do all kinds of stuff. So join me on my five-day water fast this time around, and I think it's going to help better everybody. I think it's good. We spend way too much time eating. It's very important. I know we need it to live, but you can live without it for at least five days. And that's it. That's the podcast. I hope everybody has a great April Fool's, right? April 1st, April Fool's. I hope everybody enjoys the rest of the week and have a great weekend. And I'll talk to you later.